Hey everyone, it's Miss Felicia J here and welcome to Love Life and a Beautiful Glass of Red Wine. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This is the Nico's Domain, the pregnancy blog episode, so please understand that we'll be talking about pregnancy and pregnancy and parenting related top parenting related topics. So if this is a trigger for you, please be mindful of that before and as you listen. And don't forget to be gentle with yourself. Always remember, if you want to read along, you can do so by clicking the link to my blog on my link tree. So, let's get started, shall we? But first things first. Because everything's just a little bit nicer with a glass of wine. Alright, so this um, episode is called The Second Time Around. So I walked into the I walked into the maternity triage. At this point it felt familiar. I spoke to the nurse, twenty seven weeks and bleeding. It was a lot, it filled my tub. No, I don't have any cramping. Yes, I am still feeling movement. No, I'm not feeling contractions. Yes, I feel just fine. Then I waited. The doctor arrived with the all too familiar speculum and he informed me that I am actively bleeding, and there are pretty large clots as well. Nico's heartbeat is good, and I must await an ultrasound. I pushed away the fear that was racing into my mind and my heart. I called no one this time. I didn't want to worry anyone. I wanted to be sure as to what was happening before I told anyone what was going on. I lay there and waited for the answers that I so desperately needed right now. After some time, my nurse came to take me to my ultrasound. The technician arrived and performed my ultrasound, and then she told me she would be right back. I sat there in the dimly lit room, looking at the huge television screen, strategically placed in front and above me, so that anyone getting an ultrasound could see clearly what was going on in their ultrasound. My solace was a still picture of Nico. I don't know how much time had passed, but my nurse did return, and when she did, she did so with a doctor. He sat down and introduced himself and then said nothing as he reviewed the images from my ultrasound. Then he picked up the probe and looked into my tummy real time. Then he began to speak. He introduced himself again. I am Dr. King, he said. Do you have an OBGYN right now? I do, I answered. Have you had an ultrasound before today? Yes, I have, I answered. What did they tell you when you had them? Nothing, I answered. They told me that everything was all right. All right, he said. Well. I've reviewed your ultrasound, and it appears that you have a low-lying placenta. My mind started to race. I began to review all the information that I had read on the, read on the placenta and what a low-lying one meant, but he went on. This means, he continued, that while some women's placenta is higher up in the abdomen, like here, he said, as he pointed to my upper abdomen, yours is here, he pointed to my lower abdomen, and as a result, Yours is over your cervix just a little bit. Now there are times where this condition changes and the placenta moves away, but the fact that it's here right now could be for the reason for your bleeding and why it keeps occurring. So we're going to keep you in, hosp in the hospital for a little while to observe you. A little while? What does that mean? I questioned. It will be at least a week with no bleeding this time. Then he turned to his nurse and said, I'm going to take this lady on as a patient. Is that all right with you? He asked. As he turned to me, I didn't hesitate. 
In that moment, my spirit told me that becoming his patient was the best plan for both Nico and I, so I said yes. Good, he said, and then he told me he would visit me tomorrow. I said thank you, and he left. The nurse took me back to the triage room, and shortly after I was put into my room. This room would be my home for the next seven and a half weeks. There were intermittent bleedings during this time, never like the gush that I experienced when I was at home, but bleeding nonetheless. I could not get to four, never mind seven days without bleeding. Every time I went to the bathroom, it was laced with fear and apprehension that this time the bleeding would be worse, that this time it would be the bleed that marked Nico's birthday. Every time I felt a pain or what felt like a contraction, I monitored it, again filled with apprehension and field, and fear rather, that today would be Nico's birthday. I knew that each day passed it was better for Nico, that each day that passed was another day of development, and therefore another milestone passed. But I also knew that to get through tomorrow and next week was also our goal, and so I tried to take it one day at a time, but I was so afraid. My days would return to the hospital schedule and binge watching television shows, movies and documentaries. I tried to do more productive things, but I just couldn't, so I stuck to television shows, movies, documentaries, and conversations with my conversations with my nurses for now. My nurses were amazing. They took the time to talk to me, to reassure me, to talk to me about whatever. They understood what it meant for me to be there and not be able to move about, to be thrust out of my life and forced into this one, and they were just so supportive. I remember one of my nurses. She came into my room for my nightly check. At this point, I had three stress tests a day for Nico. She had come in to do my nightly one. She walked in and asked me how I was doing. I'm all right, I told her. How is baby doing? She asked. She asked me, kicking and happy as usual. This baby's not affected at all by anything that's going on. Good, she said. It's just hard to be here every day, all day, and away from my children and to be not sure that everything is all right. And then she said something I took to heart and would hold for the rest of my pregnancy. What is happening right now is beyond your control. You brought your baby as far as you could. Now you sit here and rest and let God do the rest. It was not always easy in the days to come to trust that her words were true, but I truly tried to hold on to her words and to the faith and understanding that everything would be all right. And both Nico and I would just be fine. Onwards to November. And that is it for this week. Um, I trust that you enjoyed it. Maybe learned something you didn't know before or learned that you weren't the only one. Whatever you got from this week's episode, I trust that it served you. And remember everyone that your flame, your fire will always burn. Letting someone else's fire will never diminish yours. It will only create a larger fire. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic week, and let's make this one count, shall we? Take care, everyone. This is Miss Felicia J. Until next time, be well.